the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Gather round. It's time for your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Coldwell Banker Burnett. Listen closely as your coaches discuss the culture, the economy, and the political scene, and how it affects your home and your real estate investments. Real Estate Chalk Talk is where you learn the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Your education begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, welcome to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. And we're broadcasting live from the Rack Shack Barbecue Studio here in Egan, Minnesota. Hittnergroup.com is the website, H-I-T-T-N-E-R Group. Dot com and the number to call, 612-627-8000, 612-627-8000. We'd be happy to hear you and answer any questions that you may have uh, regarding your real estate needs. Uh, that first call, of course, was no cost and absolutely no obligation. In fact, we'll come right out to your house, take a look at the project, give you a little advice on what uh, to do to get your property ready for sale as we come into our summer's market. If you're listening on uh, 1440, it's Saturday morning, and we got uh, Father's Day coming up, uh, Minana. Uh, or if you are on uh, AM 1280, The Patriot, and then we are uh, ready to go. It's Father's Day today, and you can come on over to the Rack Shack Barbecue in Egan. Keith Reno Sr. will be there, uh, greeting and meeting uh, all the people as they come in the door. One of the busiest days of the year, so it's all hands on deck, and we are excited to be there it's always a fun time we got lines going out the door bring some extra tables over hopefully it doesn't rain God, no kidding what are you doing to celebrate father's day i'm working at the rack shack barbecue that's your celebration that's my celebration you some big party I'll, I'll be junior for day. senior anything no anything to honor your legacy no, no honoring nothing. i'll say happy we father's honor each day other every, every when you it's a little bit different you know when you work with your son or or uh, father or whatever mm-hmm. I, I grew up in a family business and you know, I was with my dad and my brother every day, right? You know, all day. So, so you know, these kinds of days were like, well, you know, <laughs> like, hey, good to see you. Again. Nice to see you again. We still get together though. <laughs> yeah. That's um, good. Do something nice. Sunday, I have nothing planned. Really, uh, I have good for work, some work planned, but <clears throat> aside from that, nothing. That's great. Good. Yeah. Nothing is okay. Too. Uh, we don't. Because you're a father, right? Yep, I am a father, and. Uh, yeah, I don't think me and Jen went out for dinner last weekend because we have uh, her full, her family's here all weekend, so it will be consumed with that, mm-hmm. but uh, it's fine. Our uh, our little buddy that we have staying with us, our mm-hmm. five-year-old, he told Jen that he's going to um, he's gonna wrap up a blaster and give me a blaster so I can do blaster wars, you know, those little Nerf guns. Okay. That's fun. So that's kind of fun, so that's cool. Sounds like a cry for attention. Mm-hmm. It does, uh, yeah. You need to give me. him more attention, oh, Father. God. Yeah, give a lot of attention so are you going to take him out to the mall so he can steal one for you or no no we're gonna we have a bunch at the house so. that's unkind that's unkind 
All right, so uh, we are coming into the summer market, and things have, uh, as you can tell from the pace of the program, the things have slowed down quite significantly. I'm surprised that I pop up in my email, it's like, you know, geez, there's really? a bunch of spam in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, might be some opportunity. It might be some opportunity <laughs> you know, to read in there. But, yeah, things have definitely come into our summer market, and, and uh, it's more of a traditional. Keith and I were talking this morning at coffee, and it is more of a traditional year and nothing unusual nothing to get uh, you know all excited about the world isn't coming to an end or anything else but it has definitely turned we notice notifications coming through from other agents throughout the metro area our company and others of uh, price reductions a lot more open house activity yeah uh, just because we're now having time on market so we have a, we have a, uh, uh, some time to do some actual marketing of properties it becomes more and more important, I think, of how you present a property now. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Things aren't moving as swiftly, multiple offers, all that. We still see yeah, that's it still, in that same Yeah, it's still going on. Price, price range. Price seems range. like it's going. Just price point. Still that, crazy. That, that market's still swift, and we got yeah. a lot of listings that are that are coming on the market and been spending a lot of time in prepping homes for sale and getting things ready to go, as always. Uh, but the market's different than it is in March, April, May, yep. and June, July, and August. And so you'll see it kind of turn on a dime. Right after you know school kind of lets out, people get there. Uh, you do start to see some higher end homes come on the market. So mm-hmm. folks that hi- had uh, kids in school okay. and um, they're graduating high school, they get that they get the house on the market and uh, have a graduation party. It's as the nice as it's going to look. Yeah, right? the house good is dialed in for the graduation yeah. party, and it's dialed in to hit the market. So um, <laughs> just around our own uh, area where I live in Invergrove Heights and Egan and that community. Uh, you see some of those homes come on that are, you know, the four to six hundred thousand dollar homes where these people have been living them th- in them for a period of time, raised their kids there, and now they're ready to move on. Yeah. Um, so uh, as I've been helping sellers prep and getting homes on the market, we had uh, new listings this week and last that some have sold and and some are still on and and they're open this weekend on both Saturday uh, only Saturday no no open houses this Sunday for Father's Day, mm-hmm. um, but disclosure stuff has come up. <laughs> So we've been chatting with uh, folks about what to disclose, what's important to disclose, and sellers always have that question, and they're always asking, you know, what should I disclose this or should mm-hmm. I not? So you where know? do you go with that? Well, I I tell sellers that they should over disclose. So if you're asking me if you should disclose something, you should you should disclose something. Um, a lot of folks have um, a misconception about. Some of the questions on there regarding, let's say, just pest infestation. Mm-hmm. Pest infestation is, a, you know, what's an infestation? If you saw a mouse a week after you moved in and you put traps up and you hired Orkin and you haven't seen one since, is that an infestation? Um, you know, do you disclose that you saw that? What's the answer to that? You know, I say, you say, I would say you did. That's fine. Um, but some folks might say, no, you wouldn't disclose that at all. Um, to me, I'm a big proponent of just letting the information be there for the buyer mm-hmm. when they're coming to take a look at the property so they, they know what they're getting themselves into. Do people read that disclosure? They probably do pretty closely, oh. or, do you, or do you not think they do? They just see it as part of the stack of paper that they mm. are going to get to and they don't, or do I you think, think they, they really it. review it? I, I I would say that probably <laughs> half of them do and half of them don't. You okay. think that? You think really? half I don't? think half of them do and half of them don't, and here's why. I'm a huge proponent of over-disclosing. So when I'm helping people list property and they put it on the market and we've over-disclosed items like there's uh, you know shot trim around the windows, mm-hmm. so we're disclosing that item, right? Mm-hmm. It's on the disclosure. 
Well, then we come through, and after the inspection, I get a note that says, you know, we want you to replace all the trimmer on the windows. We say, well, when you when we negotiated to purchase the house and you guys signed the documentation and bought the home, you signed a document that said that there was deteriorated trim around the windows. So you're accepting that in that condition. Maybe not. You can come back and negotiate it later. Right. Mm-hmm. But when I go and say, that's on the disclosure, guys, that the mm-hmm. trim, we already told you about that. Now you're telling us again about that. That's like coming in, if there's a stain on the carpet, you everybody can see there's a stain on the carpet. And then right. you come in after the inspection and ask us to put new carpet in. That's not reasonable, you know. So uh, then you point it out to them, and they, mm. oh, I didn't see that on the disclosure. Where is that on the disclosure? You know, line, uh, you know, section L, line thirteen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, so I don't think that everybody does read them. Okay, uh, I think it's important too when I'm working with a buyer. Certainly, we'll we'll read that. Mm-hmm. Do you read it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do. Okay. Yeah. That's probably that's great. That's yeah. a good service. So yeah. when you're going through and looking at the property, that's one of the first things I'm going to do while we're in the home. Is do you have more interest in this house? Yes. Okay. I've reviewed the disclosure. Here are the red flags, or there's no red flags here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the disclosure. Of course. Then moving mm-hmm. forward, inspection is a different story. Right. So. Funny. So you, so you talked a little bit this morning about uh, everybody's an expert. Tell a little bit about uh, yeah about re- that yeah regarding disclosure. So specifically in a house that we're we just listed um, in Egan. Great place, three hundred thousand bucks, two ninety nine nine split level, four beds, two baths, about nineteen hundred square feet. Uh, there is a, a deal where the the shower and with the shower and the laundry downstairs, mm-hmm. and there's a, a little water backup that happens in the base of the shower. And they've had plumbers out there and they've looked at it. And the sellers are disclosing what what there is to disclose and what they know about there. But there is a plumber that is weighing in and and about what to disclose and what not to disclose, right. specifically saying, nah, you don't need to disclose that, nothing to disclose here. Nothing to see. And so I see that a lot where folks will, whether it's inspectors and not folks from inspector homes that we have, but I've seen it where inspectors mm-hmm. will weigh in yep. on pricing, mm-hmm. right? So inspectors will say, what'd you pay for this? It drives oh, me crazy. Man, what? Oh, really? You paid that much for the Where? Don't do that. What, right? He, now he's the expert in yeah. real estate values, right? And in this case, the plumber's an expert in what to disclose and what not to disclose. And I think it's important for all sellers to understand that if you know something that could affect somebody's use and enjoyment of the property, you got to disclose it and let mm-hmm. them know up front. Yep. And I think if you don't disclose that information and you have an issue down the road, it's going to cost you way more money. If you're up front with people mm-hmm. and you tell them this little quirk that there yep. is about the house and they accept it in that condition when they're... Uh, interested in buying the house, then they accept it in that condition. If they close and mm. three weeks later, uh, you know, yeah. their nine-year-old daughter is taking a shower downstairs and starts screaming because mom's doing laundry or dad's doing laundry, and she comes running out there because the water backed up in there, then you have a major issue to mm-hmm. deal with. Yeah. So we don't want to do that. We want to disclose for sure. Give us a call, 612-627-8000. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. Log on to hitnergroup.com and we'll be right back. Get that check Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.